0: are back it's so great to have you here listening to us just cannot thank everyone enough for listening to all the pop culture cosmos material we have out there including once again the game source podcast coming back right at you here this is gerald glassford from pop culture cosmos and game source but it wouldn't be a game source podcast without my good friends they are stereo monroy mr tony monroy and also his old man although he's not even anywhere near as old as I am, Jamie Monroy. How are you guys? I'm catching up. I'm catching up. No, no I'm, I'm distancing myself from you. I'm, <laughs> I'm going into a new decade very, very shortly, which I'm not very happy about. But at least uh, you I'm and still going to take I go to a new one this year. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm still ahead of you. Still waiting. <laughs> and then we got the young gun right here, Mr. Tony Monroy. First off, the big news out there. From the latest Nintendo Direct, is Pokemon Sword and Shield? Gen 8 is alive, or at least it's on the way, that is. Your guys' thoughts on what's going on with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Is it too soon for another Pokemon to be hitting the Nintendo Switch as this one, this version, or versions, however you like to say it, it is hitting the Switch later on this year, right around the time for the holidays. Imagine that your thoughts on a pokemon so soon after the success of pokemon eevee and pokemon pikachu
1: so when let's go was announced it it was very um very mixed but that's because we've been waiting for either a remake of an older region or another main series game and that's what we've gotten here so i i don't think it's too soon because pokemon is is one of the biggest staples Along there with Nintendo, and we've been waiting for a main series game on the Switch for a while now, and I'm glad we got it. Everyone seemed to be really excited for this. I've seen overall positive things so far.
0: I know they've gotten a lot in pre-orders. They're at the top of the list at Amazon. If you really want a deal out there, you're not going to pretty much find much in the way of a deal yet for pre-ordering Pokemon Sword and Shield. Unless you are a My Best Buy customer, then you get $10 off. Just a little heads up for you out there. But, Jamie, your thoughts on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Do you think it's actually kind of too soon for maybe a, a new Pokemon, at least on the Nintendo Switch side? Do you think they should have maybe thrown out a successor to Pokemon Go already? I think I
2: see it both ways. It is kind of a little too soon, but on the same notion, it's really not cuz you could look at let's go pikachu let's go eevee as more of a a revamp and a rehype for pokemon go as well as you know the hype man so to speak for the new upcoming
0: sword and shield that's right and i know there's a lot of things that people want to talk about when it comes to the new pokemon sword and shield your thoughts tony on pokemon sword and shield having Well, let's say uh, a difference as far as based in the UK or some of the differences with the game that you think is interesting that people need to know about before they go ahead and invest money into Pokemon Sword and Shield.
1: We don't have a lot of info right now because all we got was a seven minutes of direct. However, with what we do know right now, we know from the map, the way it's laid out, it's a vertically laid out region called the Galar region. It's based on the UK. There's a lot of hints at... Stonehenge, things like that, Mo- big monuments that are that are in there, and I think that's really um, really interesting, and I think that'll bring a lot more attention to it, especially from obviously uh, the UK itself. And the the visuals, the visuals will catch everyone's attention because even with the unfinished footage we saw, it was just so good, and even compared to Let's Go, the way that they have things shaded, the way they're taking advantage of these switches, hardware is just amazing. And I think it's going to not only help them sell more copies of the games, but with it being in late 2019, it's going to help them sell a lot more switches as well, especially if they do something like a bundle or something like that. And I think that's, that's going to catch everyone's attention with this main series game.
0: To me, that's going to be kind of hard making a bundle out of it. The reason why is because you would have to choose a Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield. I right. know Nintendo likes something very clean as far as one game, you know like they did last holiday with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, it was just one game, one format, just what you buy, you get the download code right there. Bingo Bamo. With Sword and Shield, you would have to make alternate versions of the same type of boxing, and I don't think they're in the same mindset that Sony or Microsoft does where every christmas or holiday or in the last what six months of the year they'll put a like seven eight different versions of yeah. whatever xbox one they can based on whatever popular game they want to attach to it that's the only reason why i would see that they would be against that although that's i still think like like they still have more up their sleeve as far as the game that's going to come this holiday mm-hmm. outside of pokemon sword and shield we saw the same thing this past holiday with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. They also had, of course, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, and also Super Mario Party and things of that nature. They came out along in that same general time frame, along with it, so it wasn't just based solely on Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Jamie, I wanna ask you real quick before we head on to another subject, when it comes to Pokemon, the first iteration that came to the Switch, which is Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, earned a combined, 10 million units, placing it in the top five all-time already in the sales of the Switch as far as software is concerned. Your thoughts on Pokemon Sword and Shield, if it can actually reach that number or go even higher? I think it can definitely reach that number. I want to say it could
2: probably go higher, probably pique some interest, but I'd say it would most definitely have to at least hit that number only based off of If people were buying Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu without even fully knowing what a Pokemon game was going to even be like on a Switch, then now that they've got a taste of it, it kind of falls back on, it was rolling out the red carpet for
0: this. Well, there will be more Switches available at that point of time. And because it is the number one selling console currently out in the marketplace, and for the rest of the year, most likely it will still achieve that status, it probably will be talking about what double the amount of units that are going to be available by this time next year so you would probably say there's going to be additional what 10 15 20 million units sold by the end of this year that's going to be available to buy Pokemon Sword and Shield so that will be the hot name that'll be the hot ticket so there's okay. definitely a chance that Pokemon Sword and Shield could surpass what Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu do but I don't know for some reason I'm getting the feeling that the novelty of the Pokemon series being on the Switch might be fading with another recent, especially just one year out iteration already in the books. I have a feeling that it might not do as well as Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, but that's like splitting hairs because you still would be talking about a game that's still going to probably sell around the 10 million mark as well. So it's still something that would be very successful i just don't want to see them getting into the point where they're going to be bringing out iterations every year we're just going to be calling it pokemon call of duty at some point in time so that's well, that's my right. that's yeah. my fear
1: the way i think it's being looked at right now is because they're coming on the switch but look at the 3ds games they had so many different spin series, and that's what let's go is they've clearly stated when they announced it, it's a spin-off series that we had mist- things like mystery dungeon things like pokemon rangers things like that that were all on 3ds they're being I'm released yeah we had a lot of things that have been released over the years but i think it's being looked at differently this time just because i think a lot of people mistakenly put let's go in the spotlight of a main series game but in reality it's just the first spin-off we've seen so far and i think it's only going to get better uh so i i personally think that the main series is going to attract more attention than let's go especially from vet- a lot of veteran players I think it's going to surpass it i think it's going to hit over that targeted let's go mark because it's i mean it's just everyone's been waiting for for this moment for an actual rpg experience on the switch from pokemon
0: well that's some good thoughts right there once again i'm on with my good friends mr jamie monroy and his son tony monroy got to catch everything that they're doing on their various twitch channels and also their various social media outlets as well We talk gaming right now with the hot thing that's out there, and no, I'm sorry, I'm not talking about Anthem, it's Apex Legends. Apex Legends has come on strong and the Battle Royale genre. It is the flavor of the month, but it is also something that a lot of people are definitely interested in playing. I know you guys wanted to talk about Apex Legends a little bit when it comes to the player base continuing to rise. So, Jamie, I want to hear your thoughts on Apex Legends because it is now going strong. Your thoughts on the rise of Apex Legends and why people love it so much.
2: I think people love it so much right now because it's, like you said, the flavor of the month. But not only that, I mean, these are diehard fans of Titanfall that went, oh my gosh, Titanfall is the next best thing to this, and got behind it, and now they're going to get behind this. I mean, that's basically what put me there, was, okay, Titanfall was always really good. I liked it, so why not give this a try? And it all fell back under what you said. It's the flavor of the month.
0: You, know, Absolutely you get tired
2: the same things over and over, and you want to try that new thing out there to see what it's got to bring to the table. And I think Apex has a lot to bring to the table. We just, we've just we only seen one card right now.
0: And they do. Obviously, their emulation style, fast-paced, first-person shooter in the style of Call of Duty does have that Titanfall aspect and flavor of it with some hints of Borderlands, Fortnite, and some other things in the Battle Royale genre that it's taken from. In fact, at this point, they're all liberally taking from each other, and we're going to be talking about that here coming up a bit when we talk about Fortnite. Tony, your thoughts on Apex Legends? Are they going to be doing some type of battle pass coming out soon? What's it going to be like? And are you really going to be interested in, or do you, do you think a lot of people will be interested in getting more out of Apex Legends because the fact it is a free to play game? It's so enjoyable as a free to play game, but. Obviously, that's not where EA makes its money. It's trying to induce you to spend more. A battle pass you think is on the way soon. What are your thoughts on uh, obviously trying to extend the lifespan more into Apex Legends?
1: So what's been said so far from what we what we know is the first season for Apex is starting uh, this coming month, so March. And with that, a battle pass. And it has been said that the battle pass will offer more value directly compared with fortnite so i what is it like ten dollars for a battle pass on fortnite roughly yeah so comparing that number to that number um with with both of these titles being free to play i think it's going to be a very interesting competition but i think that's what a lot of people are expecting from apex right now uh, we've had a few weeks to try out the uh, the characters. We'd have had a few weeks to level up and get some, some skins. And I think a lot of people want more because, honestly, they've done a good job so far. Um, I I haven't seen a whole lot of complaints um, in terms of even, like, the, the loot boxes and things like that. Obviously, it's a different approach. Uh, it's EA. However, I think we're going to see some interesting things. I'm hoping for more interesting uh, gun skins, more... Unique character skins, things like that, for them to bring to the table. Also, I'm hoping they will go with the route that Fortnite y- y typically does with their battle passes and have a theme going on with it and consist that over the uh, the whole season. I think that'll be very interesting. There's been a lot of talk about them bringing new stuff. A lot of people want more, whether it be more guns, skins, characters, especially. Uh, I saw something last night. It was apparently a uh, this is very unconfirmed, but a uh, interesting picture leak of something called Octane, I believe, had a whole model, had abilities. Uh, it looked pretty interesting, but I've also seen some data mined leaks, which I think is interesting. People have been really digging. But uh, there's a few more characters that look to be on the uh, on the spreadsheets for for the upcoming updates and things like that. How soon we don't know, but. I, I think it's all interesting. I think it's. Uh, I think Apex is going to continue to have its place for a while. I think it's going to outlast the flavor of the month. Will it stay where it's at right now? I don't know, but I think it's going to definitely uh, stay.
0: Well, it's going to probably stay for at least the the interim because of the fact that it is a free to play game, so it's always easily there and ready to get into. It's something that. A lot of people will keep on their console or keep on their PC because it is a free-to-play game that they can jump into at any point in time. They don't necessarily have to worry about buying the game outright at any point in time whatsoever. It's just all about the microtransactions. And I know Electronic Arts is probably very happy about the microtransactions right now being attached to Apex Legends. Whether or not Apex Legends can continue at the rate it's going as far as cutting into that lead that Fortnite has... We'll have to wait and see because Fortnite, I know they've got a lot of things in store coming up, and we'll talk about that here right in a second as we continue with the Game Source podcast. Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Then check out Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Head to miraclefruitoil.com and use the promo code Media10 to get $10 off your Vitabrace purchase. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speedrun or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale, Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at miraclefruitoil.com. That's miraclefruitoil.com. Vitabrace. Win with it all right we're back it is the game source podcast it's gerald coming right back at you here with my good friends tony and jamie monroy it is fortnite my friends fortnite is still the king of the crop when it comes to the battle royale genre and that seems to be what we're still talking about these days is the battle royale genre sorry again anthem i think that should be the title of the the episode sorry again anthem but (laughs) guys your thoughts on what fortnite is doing I know Josh had some pointed comments and is a little bit irritated. The fact that Fortnite's lack of originality in what it's doing that, Oh, if it sees something successful on another platform or another game, it borrows, I'm not going to say I'll write steals, but borrows liberally from it. Your thoughts on what's going on with Fortnite, Jamie. I know there's some things going on with season seven, closing up and season eight, beginning, What are you looking forward to when it comes to the new season and what changes are abound when it comes to Fortnite?
2: Well, you know, I'm I'm looking for the same thing anybody else who plays Fortnite is looking for, you know, what the next challenge is, what, what the next big thing is. I mean, from what I understand now, we're looking at some pirates, looking for X marks the spot. We're looking at a giant volcano. I mean, I haven't gotten too much into it yet, so I don't know what else is in store i know i was just talking to tony earlier he had mentioned something so i kind of checked it out and and, it's a good thing this battle pass is free that's all i'm going to say
0: well it goes without saying that one of the reasons fortnite has been so successful is that it's been incorporating new seasons with a lot of people looking forward to it but also events obviously the latest event that they had a special dj event with marshmallow They had the Infinity Gauntlet with Thanos running around in the map, but that was obviously a very great time. And just things out of the ordinary like that, that have been able to mix in from time to time that people constantly look towards to. They've made themselves a priority in the gaming world. Your thoughts, Tony, on Fortnite and what it has to do to stay on top, because yes, it still has a market share of what's going on, but It was recently reported that their profits declined sharply in the month of January, and that was before Apex Legends coming out.
1: They're going to really need to step up throughout this season. I've seen a lot of people drop off. Obviously, from the start of today, this is the only time since Apex has been out, I've seen them barely on top of it in terms of viewers on things like Twitch and whatnot. I don't know. I looked at all the patch notes this morning when everything was dropped, And there's some really cool stuff being added. However, I felt it a lot more with even the last season than I did with this one. Like, I like the overall theme, but I don't like the execution. I think it was really random, I guess. Like, we just went from this crazy winter area to what what is going on now. Like, a volcano and then, like, a lagoon and things like that and pirates. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been following it enough. But um I do know I'm I'm disappointed in the battle pass. I didn't even do the challenges to get it for free. But um like the tier one hundred skin, it, it looks like a, a basic skin that you would buy from the shop. Things like Ragnarok or the Ice King looked unique. They looked legendary. This this one just looks like a basic skin with a few different recolors. It looks like it would be the beginning skin that you get something like drift or calamity
2: <laughs> it does look very basic
1: there's a few skins that i've seen from the thing that i would have thought would been more fitting for that tier 100 spot and i think that's going to let a lot of people down in terms of of just like is it really worth it because i think that's what a lot of people look for in terms of actually playing fortnite i think a lot of people look forward to doing the challenges each and every week that's what their drive is because that's what makes it stand out a bit but i, I don't know uh, it'll have to be seen because this is we're just in day one of this new season. I think there's going to be a drop off after this point, and that's not even me just being like a Fortnite hate or anything like that. Because obviously it sucks when any game really declines, but I I just I don't I don't see it staying like on top of where it where it even has been.
0: So you're gonna tell me that these Fortnite coaches. And these Fortnite counselors are going to be out of work real soon. Is that what you're trying to tell me?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be a sharp decline in uh, the Fortnite book sales, too.
0: So much for the Fortnite memorabilia that we were talking about getting more of. Uh, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> but to close it out, as far as Fortnite's concerned, Jamie, do you feel the same way that at some point in time, that mountain? And that peak that Fortnite hit, as far as its popularity is concerned, is starting to wane a little bit. And you see them sliding back towards the rest of the pack when it comes to the popularity of the Battle Royale industry as well.
2: I kind of feel like it's treading. It's it's up there kind of trying to grab onto the top still, like it lost its grip a little bit. But I don't want to say it's going to fall completely to the bottom. But it is going to take a tumble to where people are going to... It's going to get to that point where it's just going to plateau and people are not going to pay as much attention to it as they did before. The only thing kudo-wise I can give them lately is when they did the event for Marshmallow, that was the most perfectly executed event they've ever done yet.
0: And conveniently, it was done right around the time Apex Legends started to take off.
2: Answer that. Exactly. You know, I, I think Apex... Yeah, it may be... What we consider right now the flavor of the month but i think people are just in for a surprise on what that flavor really is
0: excellent point excellent point indeed yes and while fortnite is still the the actual cream of the crop when it comes to the battle royale genre it sounds like at some point in time soon it it might be falling from grace just a little bit we'll see what happens over the course of the next couple months it's going to be interesting to gauge the success of fortnite as compared to PUBG, Apex Legends, and whatever Battlefield Five is going to be putting out as a battle royale, including Call of Duty Blackout as well. So there's there's so many people vying for that top spot that Fortnite eventually at some point in time has to break unless they can somehow continue to provide seasons, events, and uh, various things that they can do. They recently did make a change and alter something as far as its upcoming season that borrows liberally from what Apex Legends is doing right. Tony, can you share real quick, I believe, as far as... Uh, I'm not in the communication, per se, but something in the map that you can go ahead and point out and make sure everybody else knows on your team what's there and where it's at.
1: Yeah, there's there. you can ping now in in Fortnite. I believe that's, that's what's uh, being talked about. I haven't tried it out because I haven't updated Fortnite in a while. But... <laughs> Apparently you can ping now like you can you can in, in Apex Legends. I'm not sure how exact sim- similar it is, but it's it's just the fact that it's there. You've always been able to kind of have something like that. I mean, it's they've always just been like weird pings, like just basic I think emotes or something like that to call out for help or something like that, but I think this is very um very interesting to see and um yeah, <laughs> I wonder what their choice was there. Or what their deciding factor was there.
0: Well, it's two words, Apex Legends, because the <laughs> ping system has been such a great part of what's variated itself from the pack when it comes to Apex Legends. Epic and Fortnite caught on to that quickly and they jumped on it as far as making it their, their own as well. So mm-hmm. be that you, know, you could see you could say that Fortnite has been a game that maybe is not the most original because it's borrowed liberally. Again, like I said before from other games like PUBG and others. And obviously borrowing something that's popular in Apex Legends could be to some very troubling. But to me, I think it's just good business. They're trying to keep their, their what's going what's going well within the Battle Royale genre available and very done very quickly and made a part of very quickly by the Fortnite, uh, by the Epic crew when it comes to Fortnite. So I think that's a brilliant maneuver. And I, I look forward to seeing this continual tit-for-tat this continual uh, just back and forth between uh, different competitors within the Battle Royale genre. And I I look forward to this battle going long into the summer until people start to get tired a little bit of the Battle Royale genre at some point in time. But I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. They're going to hop to one, then they're going to hop to another. We'll be back with more of the Game Source podcast right after this.
1: Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games.
0: Hearthstone is in the news as well. There's a lot of stuff going on when it comes to Hearthstone. Hearthstone. I know, Jamie, you're a fan of Hearthstone. I know, Tony, you are as well. There's some stuff going on with Hearthstone that might include where we live here in Vegas as well. So, guys, let me know and also let everyone else out there know the 4 that's going on with Hearthstone, a game that maybe not at the top right there, but it's under the radar a little bit, but it still has a great following amongst its fans.
1: Yeah, so Hearthstone is having its first masters qualifiers competitive event hosted here in Las Vegas, which is awesome. It's brought in a lot of good attention, a lot of bad attention for certain uh, business decisions. Blizzard is deciding against paying for the people that qualify. However, there's going to be upwards to 250 or maybe more people qualifying for the actual event. So I understand that it'd be a lot for them to pay for people to fly out here to eat, things like that. So that that I understand, but um, well, tell them to go to
0: a cheap buffet. There might be still one or two in town.
1: Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, Hearthstone is at its core a very um, competitive focused game. I think that's where a lot of its following actually is. That's why it's not it it's not a tier one game. It's not something you hear all the time. However, when it comes to things like esports and something like that, it's definitely The number one card game for sure and it's it's very uh prominent in that and it's only getting bigger um their ac hct winter championships i believe started today or yesterday and those have been always really fun you get free packs for choosing your champion that's always really good but i'm just excited for them to come out here they're launching the new masters qualifiers event with a new format they've made called the specialist format which is essentially way different than anything we've seen before. Basically, you make three decks only using one of the nine classes, and each of those decks has to contain 25 cards from the first deck you make, which is your primary. And just the way things work, it's it's very interesting, to say the least. It brings a lot less strategy and skill and a little more fun to the competitive scene, I think. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most in terms of the competitiveness of what's going on right now and what's coming out here pretty, pretty soon.
0: Now I want to ask you, Jamie, real quick, and I appreciate Tony letting us know what's going on with Hearthstone Mm -hmm. because it is still, like you said, the premier card game that's out there when it comes to on a digital or gaming format. I know Blizzard is still very high on the game jamie have you had a chance to get into hearthstone lately or were your thoughts on where hearthstone is going and is it something you think a lot of people are still going to be going to time and time again as a reliable source of of great card gaming
2: lately i haven't been on too much i was on what maybe about a month ago um i haven't checked out any of the new stuff yet i, I really want to tony makes it sound really exciting <laughs> far as things that will keep people playing i mean he kind of pointed a lot of it out where they're making a little more fun in the competitive scene of it to me honestly just seeing and hearing the things that tony's been talking about with Hearthstone and seeing in the stream and everything else has made me want to get back into it a lot more so i think that the newness the freshness what they keep trying to roll out with it, I think is what's going to keep people playing it. it might even bring a few more people in with it. Maybe brings people back.
1: Yeah.
0: I think so as well. I agree with you guys on on that assessment. And I think that's something that, uh, like I said, Hearthstone has its loyal following and will continue to do so for some time to come. It just It's amazing to see that there's still so many games out there that have such loyal followings, even in the height of what we were talking about earlier with Fortnite and what we're talking about also as well with Apex Legends and so many other games that there are all these games that are under the radar a little bit, but still have their loyal contingent that follows it and plays it religiously. And it's mm-hmm. good to see that Hearthstone is going to go ahead and actually be in sort of the spotlight. And Come out the, into the light as far as with it with a Vegas tournament and, and all that's going on with their winter championships and all that. So, new leagues, new formats, just some great stuff to look forward to when it comes to Hearthstone. Oh,
1: go ahead, Sam. Sorry, oh, so I just want to, uh, I just was Sorry, <laughs> oh, no,
0: no, you're, you're good, you're good. Always agree on this show, only disagree with your father, but then if he, he might send you to your room. <laughs> But uh, wait wait a second. You're probably in your room.
1: I'm in my room.
0: (laughs) All right. He'll probably ban you from something. No video game playing for the next half hour. There you go. No Twitch. No Twitch.
1: Oh, no Twitch. Oh, no. I'll take your Twitch tips.
0: I'll take your Twitch tips. (laughs) Something like that. There you go. There you go. Before we head on out, guys, I know we got to talk about something going on with Overwatch. Remember Overwatch. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys caught wind of my interview with Jay Bartlett. We were talking a little bit about Overwatch. In fact, I'm going to be actually in the next few days. I'm going to probably go ahead and release the full version of that interview. I know we had a little bit on the Pop Culture Cosmos the other day. He was talking about Overwatch when it comes to his love for it that he once really had the overwatch league he was our expert on he was actually reporting on it and if it comes to fruition once again and it, it stays out there in the spotlight he said he would love to do it again but overwatch and itself as an entity is losing kind of it's a little bit of its luster because of the fact that there's so many entities out there that are actually succeeding even at a greater level when it comes to what's going on in the gaming world and obviously we talked about it so far and on the show when it comes to fortnite apex legends pubg Yes, even Anthem right now, even though it's mixed reviews, has garnered a lot of trolling out there, but it's also garnered some people that have an interest in the game because it is Bioware. want to ask you what's going on with Overwatch, Jamie. I mean, do you think it's going to free-to-play anytime soon? Because that's obviously the next step for a game that may be losing its luster when it comes to paid $60, $30, $40 investments into the game. Is free-to-play right around the corner?
2: I think free-to-play is already snuck up on it, tapped up on the shoulder, and said, hi, we're just waiting right here for you to say, push the button. I mean, honestly, I enjoy Overwatch. I still love Overwatch a lot. But I I see it. It's free-to-play. Like I said, it's knocking at the door already. It's waiting. It needs to do that if it wants to get back some of its base that it's lost.
0: I think that's a step in the direction where it has to go to as well. But, Tony, I know going to -to free-to-play is probably something that, like Jamie said is right around the corner what -hmm. do you think they can also do to draw in more consumers because you said they're trying to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that but similar things that that we've seen already in fortnite and apex
1: legends so in addition of going free to play which i think will grab a lot of people's attention i think a a lot more content will will be needed and not necessarily just uh more modes more characters because that's that stuff we see pretty regularly already but i think they need more pve content that's something we we've seen with the uh the anniversary events it's something we've seen with halloween just even even some of the winter shenanigans had that vibe to it and i love it i think overwatch at its core has always deserved a story i don't know if it could use a story mode but i love the pve environments that they've done i think they've just been executed really well in terms of just either it being waves or a progressive sort of story with that team that you have, I think that'll draw a lot of people back in because that's something that everyone's always wanted because they're always doing something with the story for Overwatch. But you never see it in a game when you're, when you're fighting a, another Tracer as a Tracer in a game. You don't think about her backstory or things like that when you're doing that. You think about the backstory when you're doing the uh, Tracer's like first mission sort of thing. That's when you think about the, the stories, or when you're reading the comics, things like that, I think that'll draw a lot of people back in. But I think the first big trigger is going to have to be the free-to-play. They've gotten these ridiculously big price cuts recently. The game I see sitting around anywhere from 20 to $35 now, and that's been pretty much permanent. And I think that's a good thing. I think they're they're going to try and squeeze the last little bit out of it as much as they can. But I think with the upcoming uh, overwatch anniversary that we'll, we'll have i think that's when we're going to see the announcement for it because that, that that's just the best timing coming out randomly would be very weird i guess i think the anniversary would be a very perfect moment for them to execute that plan if they're going to try and do it well and especially if they're going to add more content with that because the anniversaries are always one of the best events
0: that they are, and if Overwatch, like you said, wants to go ahead and grow that base once again to where it was at just two short years ago, and even a year ago when around the time that the the Overwatch League was really kicking into high gear, they definitely have to make some changes, and both of you have made some great suggestions on what they need to do and what they should do in order to get that base back. Let me ask you out there, do you think Overwatch could be a game that you could get back into if it goes free to play? Let us know. Pop culture cosmos, humanica media, and game source on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Once again, it is the game source podcast. I'm here with Stereo Monroy when it comes to Jamie Monroy and his son Tony Monroy. We're here talking the latest in gaming news and information. If you want to check us out, we're available on Facebook at game source where we bring you up to date on the latest news and events going on in the gaming world. Plus, also check us out on our Twitter feed because we love the Twitter. At Game Source, we also have an Instagram Game Source as well. And if you want to catch all the great stuff that we're doing as far as Pop Culture Cosmos is concerned, Pop Culture Cosmos on Facebook, at Pop Culture Cosmo on Twitter, and also Pop Culture Cosmos with a lot of underlines as well on Instagram. Just type in Pop Culture Cosmos, you'll find us there. But I will say as well, you've also got Dark Tales with two Z's when you're going on Twitch. Check out Tony Monroy and also Degenerate 2018. No, that's not my IQ, 2018, because that would make me really smart, which I'm not. It is Degenerate 2018 on Twitch as well. You got to catch their streams when they're on the air. I know you also as well, Tony, do a lot of stuff when it comes to a lot of the Battle Royale genre. You're following that as far as your Twitch streams are concerned. So you guys are up to date with the gaming world. So check it out each and every time you can on their streams. Or if you want to follow us on our social media to get the latest gaming news. But what's going on with your world? Getting back to you, my friend, or things that people need to know about when it comes to Game Source. I
2: mean, keep in mind I did mention before, and I did not lie. We will be bringing back to Game Source Plus ones.
0: A- absolutely, <laughs> those are basic shorts on the video game world that we would go ahead and put out on our old site, YourGameSource.com. The Game Source Plus ones, basically, when we start going ahead and doing it again, they'll be actually like our commentary as far as our thoughts on the gaming world. They'll be short. They'll be sweet, but they'll be there pretty much on a regular basis when it comes to the Pop Culture Cosmos channel.
2: Yeah, they're pretty quick. Kind of like that IG admin it.
0: Yes, yes. But I know you guys are also prepping for E3. I spoke to Josh earlier today on that. He's already talking about doing some live type of either podcast or type of live type presentation from the show floor at E3. That's definitely something to look forward to when it comes to game Source. He's talked about getting a hold of you guys to go ahead and incorporate that. Sometimes it's kind of hard because you guys are here with the Vegas with me and they're down in Orange County, but I think something will work out and pan itself out by the time you guys get to get E3 and all that. But we've also got something more as well when it comes to, I guess, a certain expo. (laughs)
2: What expo?
0: Is it the doggy show? No, no, not a doggy show, but it's the (sighs) level up expo. I guess, well, you know what? I have received confirmation from level up expo that we will be a part of their, I guess, their panel on conferences. So if you go up to Level Up Expo right now, Level Up Expo, that's L-V-L-U-P-E-X-P-O.com. If you're anywhere near the Vegas area during late April, you want to go ahead and check it out. It is a premier event now here in Las Vegas. It's taking place at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And we at Game Source, Pop Culture Cosmos, Mannequin Media, Topic Apocalypse, Go Brothers Gaming, Mario Party Wars, Retro City Games, Vettius, Hyper Schmidt. Have I forgotten anybody? I don't think so.
2: There may have been maybe. geez, I don't even know. I think oh. you got them all, maybe twice.
0: Well, okay. I, I think I got everybody, but. All those entities will be represented because we're doing a large panel where we're going to be talking about a lot of great stuff in pop culture, video gaming, and so much more. Plus, give you people out there who are attending the panel a chance to go ahead and talk to us and ask some questions, and we'll try to answer them as best I can. And also, hopefully, as well, have some great musical performances from our good friends at Hyperschmidt and Vedius. Looking forward to it. Just need a time of day. That's why I wanted to hold off. But I'll tell you what, we're just so excited. We can't hold it in anymore. Wanted to let you know out there to look forward to a panel coming from us as a live taping. I don't know. That's kind of an oxymoron there, a live taping. But a taping of the Pop Culture Cosmos show will be done with a live audience. And hopefully you'll get a chance to be a part of it as well. That's coming up in late April. you got to check it out for tickets today for the entire event, which is just going to be pop culture overflowing with a whole bunch of stuff as far as the gaming, pro wrestling, anime, cosplay, and so much more. We want to check it out. It is one of the premier events in Las Vegas. That's the Level Up Expo at lvlupexpo.com.
2: If WWE can do it, so can we.
0: Exactly, exactly. And I know StarCast and all that is all coming up and all that stuff Live from. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 you know what? I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll humor them. I'll ask as far as I know because they're looking for podcasts, but we'll see what we can do about that. Well, it doesn't hurt to ask. But you know what, Tony, you got to tell the people on the way out, I've already blabbed my mouth off. Jamie, as he would tell you, probably already blabbed his mouth off. Your turn to blab and self-promote. What's going on with your world as far as any last thoughts on the way
1: out, my friend? We get big, big things coming up. I've kept quiet mostly about it from, from like my, even my audience, but I have a lot of stuff I really want to try doing on my stream, new things. But... Have, you
0: kept it, have you kept it from your dad? Because that would be really cool.
1: Uh no no I, I with one thing I haven't been able to <laughs>
0: Okay fine, <laughs> all right all right fine
1: fine, fine. Uh I uh, I'm going to be doing some new setup arrangements because I have a monitor coming in tomorrow and I'm going to have some dual like actual dual monitor setups and I think that's going to make the stream so so much better in terms of quality in terms of my like ease of access getting to talk to people a lot easier or fixing things on the fly a lot easier rather than having to use my phone or you know bounce around between tabs and things like that but that's it's just one of the first steps i'm trying to take into into getting things better but a lot of quality of life improvements are coming for my streams i'm i really want to thank everybody in my audience because we reached six subs yesterday um that's impressive i can't believe anyone would ever want to pay to watch me (laughs) we have four shirt orders right now and that's incredible that's something i never thought was going to take off but it really has it has in terms of my family um in terms of friends and in terms of of just people that that come to watch me viewers that i don't know personally but they they love watching me they are interested in me and i think that's fantastic um there's a lot of more there's a lot more stuff i really want to do i want to get into more uh, competitive stuff. I want to get into more of a a live competitive sense at some of the places out here in Vegas and get bring up more of a name for myself because, well, the next big step for me is just is reaching partner and just just all these all these big milestones that I really want to hit. I just, I just can't wait.
0: Well, anything we can do to help here at Game Source and Pop Culture Cosmos, we'll be glad to do it. And I just truly appreciate everything you guys do. And so glad to be finally again. The magic is back when it comes to the game source podcast. The magic is back. Yes. I won't go into a song right here and that. will just, you know, exactly. I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. You have the better voice than I do. I don't know about that. I should probably Uh, get a
2: mask singer and keep the mask on.
0: There you go. (laughs) Well, well, you know what? I've, I won't even be allowed with a mask on or off onto the mask Singer. I know when I sang The Love Boat two weeks in a row, I probably actually noticed our our listenership kind of maybe declined by 900%, but we won't go there. So (laughs) I will say this. It is great to have you guys back on the show. I I thought I wasn't going to be a part of it, but you know what? I'm so glad that I am. It's just great to be talking again. Once again, on the Game Source podcast, it seems like memories of the way we were. All right, I have enough of that. But it is Let's truly it, great to have everyone listening out there. We cannot thank you enough for being part of the podcast. It is the Game Source podcast. Hopefully we can do this more often and bring it to you as part of the Pop Culture Cosmos experience. If you need more pop culture in your life, check us out every Monday and Friday on the Pop Culture Cosmos Tell you what, you can do that on radio stations all around the world. We're on over 17 different radio stations that play our shows every single day of the week. We're somewhere in the world we're being played. If you need a listing, that's available on the Pop Culture Cosmos Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page. Or if you want to check out our shows directly, you can download today on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel, our Anchor channel, Podbean channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Stitcher, and so many more different outlets. I'll tell you what, we're just so glad that you're listening. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And any last thoughts on the way out, guys? One last thing? Any last things? Um, I feel like there's
2: a little kid in like Guam or like somewhere in third world country we haven't heard of yet. There's a little ham radio that's just going to town listening to us right now.
0: You'd be surprised on where our stuff has been listened to. I could tell you a few stories. In fact, maybe on the next show, I will go ahead and start making a list. But yes, our shows have been listened to all around the world and that I truly mean. And some of the different, most different, you know, Vietnam actually, we're actually kind of popular, in, but we won't go there. Are we dubbed in Vietnam? No, no. It's, it plays straight up. Me singing the love boat and everything. <laughs> nice. Yep. There you go. There you go. Guys, it's been great having you on the show. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here on the Game Source Podcast. We thank you for listening. And here's hoping you have yourself. Oh, great.